When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everyone. My name is Claire Linick. Now, normally I play Susan Wexler, but today I am playing my favorite character, Claire Linick. And I am running through some of my favorite moments of season two. No easy task, but we are here. Um, you know, I, I'm highlighting this moment from Boss Stage Capitalism because I guess I got to go back and start by saying like, Literally, no one makes me laugh more than the people of this podcast. And I feel wildly lucky to sit down and play with them uh, and create these worlds and characters and honestly just listen to these people. Uh, it's it's insane. Uh, and this, I feel like, captures that more than anything for me. It's such a silly situation, but it's a dark, dark episode Crashly's just died. Derek is gone. We have like Adam Miller and Shamanda are in like a near death situation. And this has been played like we've had some very grounded moments in the scene. It's very serious. And then we see CEJ come back for the first time in months. And the way that he not only the way he walks in, but the way Shamanda and Adam Miller greet him as their near death is something that I I will never be over. Uh, and, and here it is. Um, this can't be them. Like, just a lady with a gun is like so not what this gang usually gets into. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna try to call who who could tell me what's up. I'm gonna try to call Crashly. Great. <laughs> I've literally left you a voicemail that she's dead, but <laughs> I just saw that I had a voicemail from Susan. Oh, I love up. it. Okay, great. Yeah. So as you go to do, you see that you see the voicemail from Susan. Oh, okay. Hold on. Let me listen to this. <laughs> yeah, you hear that voicemail. Uh huh. Okay. Whoa. Um. First of all, told y'all so. Um. Second of all, okay. Can't call Crashly. Uh, I'm going to call Shamanda. <laughs> in this moment, as you're saying that, you see it, inside, you guys are there, and you see Missy go, wait, who is behind? And turns to look over her shoulder. What do you do in this moment? Hey, what's up? Uh, wait, I know you. You're what's-her-name's mom. <laughs> Adam and Shamanda, what do you do in this <laughs> in this moment, this oh, brief opening? I go, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I gun it. I gun the van, and I... And right after this, about 10 minutes later, we have the re-entry of my girl, Aaron Rain, coming in, who is, Aaron is the funny, I mean, listen, everybody's the funniest person in the world here, and Aaron is no exception. I cannot get enough of Crashly Grenadine, and this is her return 
Uh, she is a ghost. She's just died and she's floating in. And this is what she says to her loved ones when she's seeing them for the first time. Oh, God. And you see outlined next to her a an odd, I guess, spectral form in, in a red mist. Now, I am reacquainting myself with CEJ's sheet. Yes. And apparently I have the sight. Yes, um, you do. So do I get to can I like see and communicate? with crashly in in full mm -hmm. yeah you oh, see sweet. crashly clean as day and oh, also great. when i see cej go the rest of you don't hear this oh, okay <laughs> because you don't have the sight you just no you just i just do that to a space next to susan hey there folks alan linick here um it is my pleasure to get to share some of my favorite Mystery County Monster Hunter Club Season 2 moments with you. I know you've already heard from some of the other members of the team, but uh, I want to throw some of my favorite moments out there, starting probably with my most favorite moment, just an absolute gut punch um, from episode 239, where Dragline and Shamanda part ways. It was, I mean, I truly, really thought we were about to see, like, just this beautiful reconciliation moment. And then when <laughs> Rashawn just totally doubled down on, like, shooing Dragline away and not knowing her last name. And, like, oh, my, it was just, oof, what a moment. Um, enjoy it because, wow, 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 wow. Okay, I'll I'll come with you if you can say my last name. <laughs> oh, I know exactly. I I know your whole family. I know everyone. I I know your dad, your mom. Say my last name and I'll come with you. <laughs> Which is so <laughs> Rashawn is having a hard time because <laughs> I know. Is Rashawn looking at the sheets? No, she's not. <laughs> Do not go to the sheets. <laughs> no, I know. I know that Rashawn knows the last name. Yeah, I'm like, what is? I I know that your auntie is like, um, really prolific, just like you, and like everyone knows, like you're so influential and and just like iconic dragline. So dragline. I, I just wanted to establish this is character, not player. Okay, okay, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, I know. I do, I do know. Yes, now I'm Rashawn, and now I'm Shamanda. You see the subtle difference? I feel it. <laughs> Honestly, goose flesh. Goose flesh all over my body. But yeah, Shamanda, uh, like, like Rolodex of her mind of all of the things that she needs to know and just like budgetary reports and like texts from Evan and all this like chapstick being reapplied for making out with cej constantly and like her mind is just full of information i i know who you are your name is dragline Dr your name ugh, it's very simple your name is dragline uh isosceles dragline isosceles duh <laughs> of 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 the newport isosceles i just put my head down now dragline jones this is obviously not um i'm just gonna like get up to go no. Dragline stands up, grabs her crutches or her still uh, cast riddled leg from the broken leg that she took, saving oh. you from the attack from the tooth fairy. And Dragline, where are you headed? Just out. No, Dragline, I, 
I'm I'm sorry. I really am. It's just like there's a lot going on, and like I, I'm a free spirit. Don't you love that about me? But there's always a lot going on, and I just feel like you only see me when I'm not there. Well, if you want to be a little brat about it, go, Dragline. <gasps> oh. Gosh, this is why I got to hang out with kids my own age. Wow. I'm wow. out. Hi, everybody. This is Tyler Samples, your keeper of Monsters and Mysteries for Mystery County Monster Hunters Club. And I wanted to share some of my favorite clips from season two. We're going to start out with one that is just so personally delightful to me. It was right after... All of the hubbub of Tam went down. We took out the Tooth Fairy, but in a crowded room full of teenagers, horrified and watching. And it's, it exemplifies so much of what I love about this group of um, we are not very good at most anything because these are not the game. The premise of the game is that everybody is a hero and ultimately they are. And yet they're also very human and they don't really know what to do in a lot of circumstances. And this one is such a beautiful example of that. It's so funny to me. I love listening to how Aaron as Crashly and Rashawn as Shamanda are just flailing around looking for a way out. And then Claire just comes in and spikes it so hard. Uh, It's such a delight. Everybody just backs away from you all, from both of you. No, I'm popular now. No, no. (laughs) No. Serena, like you're doing that. You're trying to like reach (laughs) for Serena lad. She just (laughs) pushes your hand off and she's like, you're a freak. You're all, you're all freaks. You guys should have been you, Serena. Should (laughs) have been you. Do you hear her? Do you hear what Shamanda's saying? No, I mumbled it. I didn't say that. (laughs) Uh, Susan Wexler is going to stand up and like straighten herself and be like, hey, hey, I'd like a part in the musical. (laughs) <laughs> what? <laughs> she came here with the goal of being around oh, the musical and she's gonna get her goal in this, this moment, moment. <laughs> in this moment that is what susan's priority is i mean you couldn't you couldn't like try to replace the director who's been grievously wounded you want a part in the, with the hair and makeup guy and like susan can see the kids faces around her like her kids and she's like okay i'll ask later oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next up is one of my favorite episodes of the whole season uh, because of the side characters that were created is Council of the Exes. Um, this is a scene where Susan is meeting like some five, four, five of like her most important exes and they are all played so hilariously and beautifully and i want there to be i want to spin off for all of them and i've said that before and i'll say it again uh but the one i gotta the this moment i've got to talk about is when we all meet cheryl for the first time um cheryl the third i uh, listen i i live with alan I'm married to Alan, and I request cheryl pop up in our household more often than i would like to say so without further ado Here's Cheryl. So yeah. You're like the the leader or like the matriarch of the Tick Belongs. I love that. Cheryl. Hi, Susan. <laughs> <laughs> Remember me? <laughs> Cheryl, that was the wildest night of my life. Susan. <laughs> oh, 
Susan, I just remembered I have a gift for you behind this wall. Cheryl, if you try to kill me again, I'm going to be very upset. Okay. All right. Don't do that. You're going to save me. I'm so funny. She is. She's so funny. She's a hoot. (laughs) Actually, I wasn't going to say this, but Maria and Cheryl, y'all should talk after this. Oh, we've been talking mostly about you, Susan. Something that I really love about the other players in Mystery County is that we have this tendency to just like bleh, just like we just say stuff or like throw things out there and declare things to be true. Um, And we just roll with them. It's so fun to just be able to make them up on the fly and feel like they things that we thought didn't matter actually come back or like become lore established or something. Um, And it was so fun for me to find out that uh, I think some of the throwaway stuff we had kind of established in building the character of Derek Fleifer and the the multiverse and the resets, um, how far that James D'Amato was able to take it as a special guest in the Chadriel episodes. And in particular, what tickled me the most is that in most of the timelines that reset in 2006, we just never get past cowboy phase. Like that's the that's the level of technology and like uh, social, you know, improvement that we we just hit in in the world, and that's it. Is what just tickled me so much, um, and I think was so fun. Not just for me, but for everyone to be like, oh wow, <laughs> like. This is just this is established lore now is that there are cowboy alternate universes and they are the they're kind of like the prime universe. And we're just this weird offshoot one that is different. Look, look, uh, you wouldn't remember this, but you've been around the block like a couple times now. Um, And this is a bit of a weird one because normally you guys are like cowboys and stuff. I'm (laughs) seeing now that we're in sort of a more technologically advanced one of these <laughs> what and i feel overdressed but but at this point we just can't do these things anymore so i took you here so that you'd be safe with me it does sort of look like a uh, kind of shitty dude department that sprawls <laughs> on into infinity. Um, and there's a lot of similar things that are just variations of each other. Most of them cowboy themed. <laughs> Spurs everywhere. General has stuck to to mostly the cowboy variations of the universes. That's <laughs> the most common one. So, yeah. Ellen Linick is incredibly funny. Uh, we all know that we all love that but i'm going to set that aside for a, a moment because alan being funny wasn't actually my favorite moment of alan this season there were many and i enjoyed all of them but it, for me the highlight with working with alan this season has been watching how he develops Derek Fleifer, this pure pollyanna-ish naive being that is now stuck in a human body and maybe it's just the circumstances of how we're all feeling in our human bodies and the sense of being stuck. But there was just so much that just felt deeply resonant to me almost every time he's in a scene. And uh, it all really came together in this moment where he did this intro for one of the episodes where, you know, we have like diary entries or things like that. And he sent a group of text messages to Crashly 
and they got jumbled because the technology in 2006 was not great for text messages. And the concept was so good. It was so perfect for the character and the setting. And I was literally, my jaw was dropped the whole time he did it. He did it in one take and it was perfect. And I was so shaken by it because also every time I listen to it, I I get a little choked up because there's just something about his delivery that just really reflects what Derek is going through. And it really touches me. And so I just wanted to share that with everybody. This is a text message sent from Derek Fleifer to Crashly Grenadine. But unfortunately, it's 2006 and he exceeded the character limit. So all of the texts have arrived at the same time and completely out of order. For the record, Derek believes that TTYL stands for This Text Is Long. Here is how they read as they were received. End. I usually love first, but my latest two, getting tased and actually really hurting someone, are not fun at all. I knew pain sucked, but another human thing? Just telling someone all your feelings to try to turn them into better feelings? I I didn't know it was like this. I think, hey, Crashly, this is Derek, Derek Fleifer. I don't know what you're up to right now, but things are getting really weird over here on my... No one told me it lasted, like, so long. Anyway, I guess I'm going through a rough patch. I don't know why I'm telling you all this. Is this going on right now unless Adam's chip somehow took over his body and turned him into a robo-thief? Imagine that. Anyway, TTYL, I'm texting you is because maybe threw Chamanda into a death laboratory under Tom's net shop? It's definitely the most important thing. I think I feel sorry for you all. Watching for all that time was fascinating, but... To actually feel it is so overwhelming. I don't know how... Oh, yeah, the reason I'm... Okay, and my last one is from the episode 40 Minutes in Hell. Very recent episode. Um, But we got to talk about my band, Jeff Murdoch. Uh, The way he is willing to embarrass his characters is... Truly, and I, I, this maybe sounds shady, it is one of my favorite things, and it always cracks me up. And I don't, like, one of the jokes we always say that is if you're like, tell Jeff that his character is falling down, he's like, yeah, I fell down and I have pee in my pants. Like, he's always going to one-up how bad the situation is. Um, This is one that I can't hardly even explain, but Adam has gone into berserker mode he is the abomination and you know he makes some choices and there's some lines in here that just every single one needs to be a cross stitch and i you know we're working on it i'm not but i should be please thank you so much for everything jeff ah, i love it i call it <laughs> flipping lids <laughs> <laughs> yeah great adam miller you just start going around uh just completely annihilating a little bit cgi from your perspective he's just murdering a ton of people we know that it's in the bet like there's nothing better that can be done i'm a hero i'm a hero yeah but it is there is a there is a certain amount of glee that is taking place yeah it's not good adam miller however something awkward happens to you as well (laughs) what is awkward about this moment for you um Gosh, uh, I, I think I put a lit a head on my head, <laughs> and I think and I think everyone sees me, and I, I try to play it off. 
Oh my I'm god! Like, a lid for my lid. <laughs> it it does not land well at all. Nobody finds it funny. Nobody <laughs> finds it for my lid. <laughs> I start like I like you know like when you repeat a joke but louder. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And I'm pointing at it. I'm like uh-huh. the, the head is the lid. Am I right? <laughs> Derek, Derek Derek starts laughing. <laughs> Derek. I'd be lying if I said that one of my favorite parts about this show is getting excited for the part we record where we do like the let's meet our players and then Tyler throws a test and everyone does like a little one liner. Uh, I that's like typically the part of the show that I left the hardest during and nine times out of ten. It's Claire. Claire's intros are always just so goofy and off the wall and really fun. And something that I really love about listening to them kind of like really go for it is that, uh, and I think we even talked about this at some point in one of the episodes, was that all of us are like writing little quips on behalf of our characters but it really feels like all of the Susan Wexler intros were written by the character Susan Wexler. So like you can't even trust them all the way sometimes because it's just Susan like on Susan, if that makes sense. But they they always crack me up. They're also funny. So I cherry picked some of my favorites. And of course, special shout out to the, there was just a string that Claire did in a row of uh, related to Susan's excitement over her upcoming birthday party. And, you know, the, the heavy tip there being that the kids are had no idea and have nothing planned. Um, I just thought was so funny and it, it became this weird runner. And then just off the back of doing that goofy intro bit, it kind of became like a, 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 a clinch point in the plot of a, of an episode arc that we had. So I don't know. No one else has that. So, you know, Claire can make that happen. And that's quite frankly, something I love about Claire. Hi, my name is Claire Linick. I play Susan Wexler, the expert, and I just got a five disc CD player. So it's over for you hosts. Hi, my name is Claire Linick. I play Susan Wexler, the expert. And a lot of people ask me why I didn't just team up with adults. And to that, I say, huh? Interesting. Hi, everyone. My name is Claire Linick, and I play Susan Wexler, the expert. And I can't wait to see what the kids have planned for my birthday tomorrow. Oh, no. <laughs> Shit. I knew we forgot something. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. oh, no. Oh, no. You can't forget until it's the day of. So. Oh, that's true. That's true. Hi, everyone. My name is Claire Linick, and I play Susan Wexler, the expert. And with everything going on, I'm considering getting bangs. Everyone, my name is Claire Linick, and I play Susan Wexler, the expert. And twenty percent of me is starting to think this is an elaborate setup for my surprise party. Hi, everyone. My name is Claire Linick. I play Susan Wexler, the expert, and everyone thinks I'm these kids' cool older sister. Something that we decided on very early in putting the game together was that we didn't want there to be any police and we didn't want any incarceration. We just didn't want the like typical representations of law enforcement to exist in the podcast. 
And so we had to come up with alternatives, which we did. And it's been very fun kind of exploring that. But the thing I really, truly loved this season is that Jeff decided that Adam Miller is terrified of police and of incarceration and is constantly convinced that he is going to experience either. It's so funny in a world in which that's explicitly never going to happen. And so we had this one moment where he encountered uh, our sort of policing alternative, the Cramos. He had like a, a very incredibly benign run in with them and he made it go so incredibly wrong. It was so funny to me. I, I adored it so much. So please enjoy. Adam, right? Adam Miller? Yep, that's me. Deronda Flick, right? Yes, that's me. Hey, Adam. I ain't talking to the Cramos. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Um, uh, she's okay. like, Adam, but, but, everyone but, hey. knows you're a snitch. <laughs> I ain't no snitch. I'm Adam. I, I, don't, I don't snitch. I'm sweating profusely. And, she, and she's like, oh, hey, son. Hey, sit down. Come on. Take some deep I, okay, breaths. What, what, what hey. do you want to know? I'll tell you everything. I'm, I just no. Hey, I need, <laughs> hey. I, I just mean, wanted I to ask you. I just wanted to ask you when you're available. We need you to come down. Okay. There has been a report of a theft at the Coldstone, and since you were working last night, we need you to come in and, and if you're able to, to answer some questions. Okay. You're not yeah. under any. Hey, you're not okay, in any I'll, trouble. All I right. forgot to lock the doors. Like I, I don't think I locked the what? doors. <laughs> oh no! She says, I, I "Oh, mean, oh, son." <sighs> gosh, I, I don't know. Christ. I mean, we can check the footage, okay? Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't there's know. footage. Okay, uh, and see, you're already being helpful. Okay, we're going to get to the bottom of this. All right, nobody's accusing you of anything. We just need to find. It. We need to figure out okay, what's so, happening so yeah, that yeah, we yeah. can. Hey, remember? Okay, the ch- yeah. What, do you remember what a cramo <laughs> is? We do crisis response and mediation. Yeah, cramo is my friend. <laughs> That's right. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's okay, right. Okay, I'm okay. just scared. Okay. There's there's a hidden there's a hidden camera in the tip jar. Okay. It's not a real tip jar. Someone get it. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Oh my God. <laughs> She's looking at the rest of you. She's like, Hey, do you mind? Um, I I think he's kind of having a uh, like behind. You know, I'm just like shh. Quiet. And she's like, no, 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 this happens. Okay. Especially, you know, this happens. Well, yeah, they, a lot of kids were the closest thing to law enforcement. You get pretty scared of law enforcement. If you don't, if you're not used to it existing at all, I just, and she's like, Hey, yeah. Adam, I can't arrest you. Okay. Okay. Just remember, I, I can't arrest you. All right. I can't go to jail. Okay. You and me There's are the no same. There's no jails here, Adam. Okay, thank thank goodness. Yeah, Adam, you and me are the same, okay? We both just live here. We both just want this to be a good place, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. Adam, oh my God. Hey, Adam, yeah. Adam, uh-huh. are you going to arrest me? No, uh, no, I don't think I have the... Do I have the power, Derek? No, no. nobody has the power. <laughs> I mean, you could Adam, do a citizen's what, arrest. I don't... No, do I want can. to? <laughs> I mean, you can do a citizen's hold. Okay. Deronda starts to go into the the specific. She's like, you can do a hold, but well, you know, what's the difference between a, a hold and an arrest, Deronda? Well, a hold is is obviously everybody is is in agreement on it. It's more of and I run. <laughs> there were so many moments I could talk for all of our side adventures that we got to do. The agents of Lamau, the Salamanders. Uh, I want to keep going, and I'm trying to stop myself because this is not an Oscars speech, but. There is a lot that took place this season, and at times it felt way too audacious. 
but we were able to do that because of the fantastic cast that I get to work with. That being said, and I know that this is corny, but it is also deeply the truth for all of us. The real highlight of this season has been you all, the listeners, knowing that you're out there, that you are enjoying this, that you come to our Discord and participate and talk to us and throw out ideas and just be cool people with us has been such an unexpected and incredible experience. We feel so lucky to get to know you and to make this for you and to be doing something that we care about and that other people care about also. And that is only going to continue. We are so excited. We have some big things happening in season three uh, in terms of where we're going to go, how we're going to do it, where that doing it is going to be taking place. And it's all because of you. So... If you haven't been able to go on our Discord, go to our Discord, go to mysterycounty.com slash connect. If you haven't gotten to our Patreon and you're interested in that, go to mysterycounty.com slash support. You don't need to do either, but you're very, very welcomed with open arms to either. And if you have enjoyed listening to us, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. I know I say it every time, but it does make a huge difference in terms of continuing to get our name out there. Or if it's more fun for you, just tweet at us at Mystery County because we will engage with you as long as you want. We really enjoy interacting with people. So either of those is a very helpful way to help us connect with more people like you who enjoy overwhelmed teenagers dealing with very silly problems that have very real consequences. And we are just so very grateful to you for sharing and caring about our weird and wild little world of Mystery County Superior. We'll see you soon in Season 3. Till next time, watch out for being so cool. You gotta be careful about that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Priceline. 